What's that? It's a millennial bonus? What? Dem fighting words. Bonus episode. Yep, 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 yep it is. And welcome back to another bonus episode. I didn't drop. This is two bonus episodes. My goodness. It's way more bonus episodes than I did last season. No, probably not. I think I did do two. I think I did two. I think I did two bonus episodes last season as well. But you'll probably get a couple of more bonus episodes from me. New to this and you're not true to this yet. I'm going to say yet because I'm, I'm hoping you like it. You may not know. Millennials Anonymous podcast is solo dolo. It's just me, Cinefold, all day, spray eagle out there. No, I ain't doing all that. I'm just playing. But it's solo dolo. But recently, I've been having other guests on. However, with all of the bonus episodes, they will always be solo dolo. Just me giving my social commentary. You know how it is about things that I'm seeing in topics that may not come in time for the show or I may not want to spend as much time on on the show. So because I have so many topics that we talk about in the podcast and we have guests on now, it can sometimes get a little bit convoluted when you have so many people and you can't just sit there and talk the whole time because then it's like, what the fuck do you have me on here for if you just going to talk? Can't be doing that. So this is why I'm doing it this way. So let's talk about it. Bonnet Gate. Yes, baby, Bonnet Gate. And let me let me first off explain. Let me let me black explain this for my listeners, because Ireland been fucking with me heavy. So shout out to if you were from Ireland and you've been listening to this, I've been on y'all top 200 charts for about a month, so or more. So I appreciate y'all listening. And and these and I just dropped what three episodes, so y'all been listening to the old shit. So I appreciate y'all. So if you are not as familiar with Black culture, let me explain something to you. Or Black American culture, let me explain. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to Black explain bonnets. All right. So there are a couple different types of bonnets. There's Easter bonnets. There are the Amish bonnets. And then there are the black bonnets. So the bonnets that black women wear to sleep are to protect their hair. We can't just be laying down on any kind of crunchy ass pillow. We got to have certain thread count. Got to be satin. Got to be silk. You know, that it'll keep the edges moisturized. The hair moisturized. But everybody, like if you like me, you get your sheets from Walmart. Okay? So everybody don't have luxurious money. Everybody don't have Beyonce Jay-Z money to buy a $28 million car. But I don't have that. If you got a $28 million car, I know you got some silk sheets. Okay? Some satin sheets. I know you do. You got 75 million thread count. Everybody don't have that. So you need the bonnet, which is usually satin or silk and lined satin and silk in the inside in order to protect your hair. It keeps it from drying out. It keeps it from breaking off. So that's why black women wear these bonnets in the first place. Now, 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 black Twitter, who apparently now is the epitome of everything black culture, which is not 100% true because most people on black Twitter aren't even black, just saying. But on black Twitter, the hashtag Bonnetgate is now trending. Now, black people have been discussing this bonnet situation for a little while now. Okay, for a little while now, black people have been discussing this bonnet gate, whether or not we like the bonnets outside or not. 
I, I know somebody on my timeline in, in particular that was talking about this way before Monique even jumped into the conversation. But Monique entered the chat. Yes, the comedian Monique, who was on the Parkers. Yes, her. She jumped into the chat to tell people how she feels about black women wearing fucking bonnets. She's not the biggest fan of it. And I'm going to talk about this from both angles. I'm going to talk about it from the side of what Monique is saying. And I'm going to talk about it from the side of, you know, everybody should just be able to wear whatever the fuck they want. So I'm going to talk about it from both sides. Because I truly believe that we should get back to teaching people the art of debate. Everybody has a platform now where you can just jump on the internet. And I think more people need to be educated about the topics in which they speak. And in order for you to be able to really make a good argument, you got to know both sides. And a lot of the times we don't do any research on the other side of an argument at all. We just completely discount it. It doesn't matter. And I think this is why the art of debate need to come back in schools. I know I didn't learn it in schools, but I would I'd love to have learned it. But I think it, it's to say something. And it also is a way for people to disagree respectfully as well. Because it, a lot of communication is broken down. Not in the way that you speak, not your dialect, not your mechanics, not your grammar. It's broken down in the way that things are delivered. I am delivered. It is broken down by delivery. Yes, if the pizza man don't come and bring you your stuff right, it ain't, it's gonna fuck it up. Same thing. It's all about your delivery. Okay? So in this particular case, and in a lot of cases, especially recently, I think that the breakdown happens not in the conversation, not in the message, but in the delivery. Monique had her foot on people next when she was talking. Halfway through, she lost half the people she was talking to. And if you lose the people that you're already talking to, what the fuck was the point of talking at all? Now, listen, people may not agree with the fuck you're saying but at least communicate it in a way where the delivery where they will at least listen to it they may not agree with it but they'll at least listen this is where she got fucked up so monique this is what she had said so she went on instagram i think she got like over one million followers and she decided that she was going to air out her opinion she must have been going on a flight. I think she was going to Mississippi or something. And she seen some people in the airport. And so she decided she was going to get on live and air out her grievances about somebody else's outfit on the live. So here's what she said. I'm going to try to do it in her the best way I can. I don't, I'm not a voice person, okay? I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets and scarves. She say scarves because she's from Baltimore. Scarves. Slippers, pajamas, blankets around them. And this is how they're showing up to the airport. I've been seeing it not just in the airport. I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up in these bonnets and headscarves and slippers. And the question is that I have to you, my sweet babies. When did we lose pride? And representing ourselves. That y'all welcome. That's my Monique impression. There y'all go. You got it. You got it. And people went the fuck off. 
they started chewing Monique up in these fucking comments. They started chewing Monique up in the fucking Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Everybody started chewing Monique out. So I'm about to do something I ain't never did. Okay. And this is, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna defend, but I'm going to explain my perception of why I think Monique said what the fuck she said. Okay. So Monique, first, first of all, before I do that, sidebar to a sidebar. And that just mean if you new to this, not true to this, all that means is that I'm making a point while I'm making a fucking point. Okay. So sidebar to a sidebar. Monique from Baltimore. We don't get a lot of motherfuckers out of Baltimore that succeed. We don't. Not a lot of people succeed out of Baltimore, especially in Hollywood. We have very little creatives that make it in Hollywood out of fucking Baltimore. And if they are from Baltimore, they don't make it known that they from Baltimore. So you don't know that they fucking from Baltimore. You know what I mean? They don't really fuck with Baltimore. So you don't know. And so we got Jada Pinkett and her mother, Gam. All right. We got them. But they didn't, she like, they, Gam and, and Jada, they didn't really blow up to the red tape talk. Okay. So that was, that's like 2020, 2021, 2019, something like that. All right. And then we got the guy from Dirty Jaws. But if I may be wrong or mistaken, I think he had said some shit at some point that he shouldn't have said. So it was like, we we don't have a lot of people that we can really stand 10 toes down with. And Monique was just fucking one of them people. Like she's an Oscar winner and she was like, she was doing some shit. Now, I don't know how much she fucked with Baltimore. I don't think she fucked with Baltimore that heavy. I know she's not here. She doesn't live here. I don't know if she lives in Atlanta or LA, but she does not live here. And I usually don't. So I'm not a big, the biggest fan of her comedy. And, and I love stand-up comedy. If you know and you listen to this podcast, you know how much I fucking love stand-up comedy and the art of stand-up comedy. And I'm not a comedian, but I can appreciate what comedians do because that shit is difficult. If you, cause there's a lot of people out there that think they stay funny till they got a stand-up day on that stage. It is a hard thing to be a stand-up comic. And I've never been a fan because, like I said, she started off in her stand-up comedy. A lot of it was shitting on skinny women. And I was never a skinny woman. But it was just, I was like, all right, we didn't heard this. We didn't, okay, I got it. Like, it was almost mean-spirited to me at some point. And so I was like, ah, I, I never really fully grasped, you know, her full comic set. That's just, my, these are, this is my personal opinion, okay? It's my personal opinion. So I never really was a big fan of hers until she was like on the Parkers. But even then, as a kid, I didn't like the role. I knew she didn't write the role which the fat woman is constantly chasing after the man. But I was like, I ain't really fucking with this too much. Like, why is it always that the big girl got to be chasing after the dude? And it was like almost everything she did, it was similar to that. And I was like, uh... I don't really like that until she did Precious. And then I was like, oh, okay, she she really acting. She she, she acting, acting in this. But I, I just didn't. And then when the whole Netflix thing popped off, I know a lot of people was jumping on her bandwagon, but I'm like, to me, that came off as she was more so talking about herself than she was black women. I think she added black women not making enough money into the mix so that it would get more traction but I felt like that mission was always about her and so me personally and I know some people that have met her in person 
and this is all alleged, but they told me she wasn't the nicest person. So it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of conflicted about how I feel about her. But I will say that one of the biggest issues is that she is and was a problematic messenger. Monique has always kind of had this very rigid stance on stuff and it could be her age. Monique is in her 50s. I know she was born in the 60s. I mean, she grew up in the 70s. She has a different perspective on life. And this is the thing I think a lot of people get fucked up. Let me, let me explain something. We live life through perspective. Perception and the perspective of how someone views it. Like, I know we always say is his, her, his truth, her truth, and then the truth is somewhere in the middle, but that's not even a hundred. If we're being a hundred, his truth could definitely be in his perspective, his truth. Where to the point where he can never see what is actually the truth because the third truth is your perception of what happened. So we really don't really know at this point. So in, in Monique's eyes, it's almost like, her perspective of how a woman should be and should look comes from the fact that she was raised by people that probably were born in the 40s. So now you have people that were born in the 40s that have a totally different outlook on life that pass that down to their children. Or is some of this a part of that respectability politics? Probably so. But at the same time, is there some truth into what she is saying? Yeah, I think Monique's issue was that she's a problematic messenger because some of the stuff she has said in the past has been sort of like, I don't know about this. And then I think it, there's also a level of her delivery because it comes almost like she is trying to shit on people who dress like this and she's putting a narrative on them. That's not necessarily true. And I think a lot of black people are looking at this like, come on, Monique white people do this to us or other people of other cultures and races do this to us why are we doing this to our own people and so I think a lot of people are looking down at that like you know black women have always been shitting on about their hair like it had to be fried dyed and laid to the side and then you out here talking about this goddamn bonnets for no reason like it's so many it's hungry children in the world it's so much stuff going on and we know you ain't talking to the Amish you ain't talking to the house little house on the prairie you talking to black women let's just be a hundred and so people kind of got offended by that. But there is some truth into what she's saying. It was just in the delivery of how she said it. And this is through my perception. I can only speak on my perception. We live through perspective of what is true to us and what is perceived to us. And it, it was all in the delivery. So here's my portion that I never do. And I'm going to side not in the whole, like, I actually don't agree with Monique in this thing at all, but I'm going to explain why I think she said what she said. So basically, Monique said what she said because I think she was trying to get black people and especially black women to understand that people are going to judge you whether you know it or not. Whether you want, because I know a lot of the young people, Generation Z, Generation Alpha, no, I can dress the way that I want and it's fine and people... I was like, maybe we will get there someday. But unfortunately today, if a person sees you, they are going to make a snap judgment based on how you look. It shouldn't be that way, but they will. 
If they see you dressed a certain way, people are going to assume that. And unfortunately, humans are fucking hypocrites. We will be a hypocrite up the wazoo. We will tell you what we think you should do doing the same thing we telling you you shouldn't. And humans do it all day long. We are some hypocrites. But humans are going to make snap judgments. It happens all the time. That's like in an interview. Do you know they take seven seconds for most hiring managers to make up their mind of whether or not they're going to hire you? And most of the time, it's by the way you sit down. That really will reflect the tone of the interview. Is it unfortunate? Yes. Should we change it? Absolutely. But isn't this seven second rule the same all the way around when people see you? They automatically start making a judgment. If they see you dressed a certain way, they are going to assume you are a certain way. Unfortunate, yes, but it is still true. So maybe that is that respectability politics that she's talking about, but it still kind of has some truth to it, even to this day. If you see somebody who is dressed to the nines, most people are going to assume that they probably have some money, maybe a little bit of fashionable, it's just kind of how it is. Whereas if you see somebody like me, that's kind of like in some sweatpants, kind of slouchy, you're going to say, oh, she don't got no money. Now, is that true? Most of the time it's not. But that's how people perceive it. So I think that's what she's trying to say. And then also, if we want to be real in this conversation, I think she's also bringing up the point so if you're in the airport an airport is the one of the best places to meet people because you have so many people flying in and out so you have different industry people in there executives in there it's a great place to network and talk to people if you in a fucking bonnet in pajamas let's just be keep it a buck you are less likely to go up and talk to somebody and start a conversation because you don't want nobody to see you like you're just trying to get through the airport out the airport back to the hotel and if y'all wearing that, them outfits in the plane and in the dirty airport, please don't wear them pajamas in the bed. Like, that's all I'm saying. Okay. In my perception, it that seemed like you carrying germs from place to place. All right. Just don't do that, baby. That's all I got to say. That's my, that's my two cents on that. But you're less likely to do that. You are less likely to do that in a grocery store if you don't feel like you look good. You are less likely to do that at school. You are less likely to go up into, some people will, but a lot of people don't have that level of confidence to do that without looking their best. If you go talk to an investor, a potential investor, whatever your best is, and this is why what Monique said, it starts making it nuanced, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but you going to want to look your best. If you are talking to a potential business partner, you come in there looking your flyers, whatever that is. It could be jeans and t-shirts for you. It could be a suit and tie. It could be a dress, whatever that is. It could be a Barney costume. I don't know. Whatever that is, you are going to come in there looking your fucking best because you want to feel confident and portray that you are this confident person. Now, I will say, in a fucking airport, you're just trying to be comfortable. Airplanes are uncomfortable. I know I hate to fly. I don't like flying at all. Airports that you stay at for long periods of time, you just want to be comfortable. Like, dude, I just want to be comfortable. Get on this plane, get off this plane, get back in the hotel room, get in a shower, change your clothes, go out, have a good-ass time. Like, that's all you're trying to do. 
Like, it just ain't no fashion runway. But at the same time, if you're going to utilize it, you better utilize it. If you're going to be in the airport, you better try to meet some people. And, and I think that's what she was trying to say. But that's not how the delivery came off. She could at least explain that instead of it looking like, okay, you preaching to us because she old. And that's how it came off to most of these younger people. It came off as somebody, another person ranting and raving at us. It's the, it's the same thing that happened with Bill Cosby. So if, if you are a millennial, you know that Bill Cosby went on a whole rant telling dudes to pull their pants up. He went on a whole rant about this. The whole time we should have been saying, no, you pull your pants up, sir. Alleged. And it's funny because back then, sidebar to a sidebar, back then it made sense for people. And this is all my perception, okay? This is my perspective on it. This is my opinion, all right? Just take that. And because back in the day, it made sense. Because back then we had, they had some wide leg fucking pants. Like them pants was huge. They were huge. Like, it made sense if your ass was out when you had them big-ass pants. Like, it was like, okay, he got on a belt, but them pants big as hell. Like, he could steal the whole store and put it in his pants. I'm not saying that I know anybody that had did that, but I'm saying, like, if you wanted to, you could steal the store and put it in your fucking pants. You know what I mean? And they couldn't dig put it deep in the pants. I'm just saying. But... That made sense why their ass was out. Because it's real big. They probably falling down. But now, a lot of y'all dudes, listen. Like, y'all make the conscious effort to say, I'm going to pull these spandex level pants that's tight than a motherfucker up to my thighs. And I'm going to stop right there. I'm just going to boop. I'm just going to button. I'm just going to boop, boop. And you just button it and leave the shit on your thighs, knowing your whole ass is out in these spandex tight ass pants. Which means that if you pulled them up, they wouldn't fall down. Like, they would stay on your ass. And if we don't even get, if you're going to show it, at least can we see something worth seeing? In my perception, meaning, like, do we have to see the fruit of a loom? And I was like, sometimes I've seen the fruit of a loom. They'd be big hole in the fruit of a loom. So it'd be fruit of a hole, okay? Or it would be fruit of a dirt. Because I've seen people that have dirty ones. And I'm like, listen, sir maybe that's offensive okay and i don't want to see skid marks this is not skid row i don't want to see skid marks and you know i get where the pants like a lot of people say well you know where that comes from like i get that like where they say that that like thing came from this trend came from i get where i get that but i'm just saying that it's become part of the culture now so it's a part of street urban culture to wear your pants sagging down, okay? But I'm just saying, if it's dirty, I don't want to see that. Like, if it's got holes in it, I don't want to see that. That's just my sidebar to a sidebar. But Bill Cosby didn't have no right to tell people that that's not way, the way they should be dressing. The whole time, he acting like a whole person out this bitch. Like a whole kind of person out this bitch. You know what I mean? You know, it. the, the judgment... That goes into that. He also did this with the curse words where he's saying that people shouldn't be able to curse and say certain words. This whole time, he got whole allegations in the damn closet. 
So this is why like people always be being a hypocrite. Human beings are they love being hypocrites. And this is where you have it. One person saying this is not look at the perception of the way people gonna view you the whole time. You got all these allegations about to pop off. And now people got a whole perception about you. You need to be worrying about that instead of worrying about what the fuck somebody got on. You can change your clothes. You cannot change that kind of behavior. You cannot change your heart, okay? Because that's on your heart for you to do some shit like that, alleged. It was all about her delivery. And so that's why sometimes I think we do need to, if you're a younger person, it's not that we can't listen to what the older generations are saying. Now, you don't have to take that advice. If you don't like the advice, you don't have to take it, but at least listen to it because these people do have a level of experience and knowledge that we don't have yet. And you don't realize how valuable that knowledge is until you get older, until you get about my age. When you start getting in your late 20s and your 30s, you start to realize how much information elderly people have or older generations have. You don't, you still don't think you know everything. Cause when you're younger, you think in your early 20s and your teens, you feel like you know everything. Like you ain't live life, but you know everything. It's when you get a little older that you're willing to sit down and listen to somebody I think that has come before you. The respect of that. And I think you also have to understand. So on the other side, listen, Monique, I get it. I, like I said, I just sat here and break, broke down what I think you meant to say. Now, Monique has, it, it does have some levels of respectability politics. It does have some levels of misogyny in there. Like, you gotta look good for your man, that kind of thing. But I think that, Monique, you don't understand how that perception came off. So I'm gonna explain to you why you need to just leave people alone. Not to mention that whole Bill Cosby thing. Most of the time when you have people out here saying that, it's usually the pot calling the kettle black. You really should just let where people wear whatever the fuck they want. Because when you start this respectability shit of what you can and cannot wear, it becomes nuanced. Now, where does the line end? So if you're saying that people can't wear bonnets outside, I may not have worn a bonnet in the store, but I do wear baseball caps. When I don't feel like brushing my hair, I will put on a baseball cap and put it in a ponytail in a minute and walk the fuck out into the store. In full workout gear. Mind you, I ain't working out nowhere. Well, I work out sometimes, but most of the time when you got on a workout outfit, sometimes I do have been working out, but sometimes most of the time I don't be. I just be wearing it. Okay, I be wearing whole yoga pants. Ain't never did yoga. But I be wearing it. So are you saying that that is my equivalent of pajamas outside? The My baseball cap is the equivalent of the bonnet. Are you saying that I can't wear that? Am I more embarrassed when people see me and I look a mess outside in my bonnet and not my bonnet, in my baseball cap and my fucking workout pants I ain't worked out in? Yeah. I'm not as confident, but I'm minding my own goddamn business. I ain't hurting a damn soul. And black women have been judged by their hair for so long that we don't need you to tell us what we can and cannot do. We really don't. I think you should allow people to be able to wear whatever the fuck they want because it does become nuancy. But 
the same thing goes for everything. So if you think you should be able to wear the bonnets outside, because some of the people that wear the bonnets and pajamas outside are the same people that saying, I've heard them say, not all of them, because I ain't talked to everybody who wore a bonnet in the supermarket, but the ones I, some of the ones I know have been the same people saying that, uh, like, let's, for instance, it was like a heavier set girl like myself. And they would say like, oh, she shouldn't have that on. She shouldn't wear that. She shouldn't wear that. When the whole Lizzo situation went down, it was a lot of people, oh, she shouldn't have wear that. That's inappropriate. She shouldn't have wore that. What the fuck is the difference? So at this point, now you pick nitpicking what people can and cannot wear. This is that hypocritical bullshit coming in. If you want to wear that outside, you should be able to. But you also have to extend that level of grace to other people. And then you also have to deal with the consequences of wearing that shit outside. So here's what I mean. So if you are, you decide you're really comfortable in your bonnet, it's a really luxurious bonnet. Maybe it's um, it's a Louis Vuitton bonnet, okay? And it didn't come from the flea market. It came from the real Louis Vuitton store. They started making bonnets. And you decided you wanted to wear that bonnet to your job interview. And the people who were interviewing you was like, well, she came and this whole job interview would have got that bonnet on. Now, this is not a part of her religion. This is not a part of her, like, you know, like the culture or whatever. Like, she could have just, you know, got herself together and she just came in this damn interview like this. So we ain't hiring her. So if you don't get the job, know that they shouldn't have the right to tell you what you can and cannot wear. But at the same time, you have to take the consequence that you may not get that job because of the perception. Look at me speaking a word perception of what they think about you wearing the goddamn bonnet. So if you're going to walk outside, there are going to be some people that have the perception, the perceived notion about you that you may not be the most go-getting person. So what? That's what I'm like, so what? You wore the bonnet outside, you know some people gonna have a, something to say about it. Keep wearing the goddamn bonnet. Keep wearing the pajamas. You ain't hurting nobody. You ain't hurting a soul. Do you. And just try not to worry as much about that. Now, like I said, as human beings, we wanna fit into a small group. We do care about what people think. I don't give a fuck what people say. I don't give a fuck. You know how many small that population of people that really don't give a fuck? That shit is hella small. It consists of like children under the age of five and people who are not all the way there. Because most everybody else has some levels of they care about what other people feel or perceive them. Which means that you do care. So we do need to take that as well and say, look, you can you can listen to what they're saying, but know that they may have a reaction that may not be a reaction that you like to you wearing this bonnet outside. And that's okay. It is okay that they're not comfortable with that. You ain't hurt them. You ain't did shit to them. Keep moving. Keep moving. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting people telling me, keep moving. Okay? That's all you got to know. That's all you have to know. Everybody ain't gonna like what you got on. And this is what I want my younger generation to know. 
it's okay. And I think it's because most of y'all grew up with social media that you need this this constant approval of other people. Like you live your life through the approval of other fucking people. You can't even enjoy it. You can't enjoy life. Don't worry about the approval of other people. Worry about whether or not you are happy and comfortable because if you have pride in yourself, she wasn't talking to you. She wasn't. You got pride in yourself. I'm like, oh, she wasn't talking to me. I'm I'm one of the people that wear the bonnet outside and I got pride in myself. I don't know what she talking about. I'm just getting the airport. Or I'm just in here getting a, a McRib and I'm like, I'm in here grabbing a McRib. I ain't need to get fancy for the damn McRib. I'm getting a McRib and I'm getting back in the McBed. Like, if that's what you know what you about to do, don't worry about her boo-boo. And if she come up, like she said, if she see you, she gonna tap you on the shoulder, tap her back on the shoulder and say, no, I don't like women that call their husband's daddy. That's weird. Until you don't call him daddy, I'ma keep wearing this bonnet. So then y'all can just tap each other. Or you can call the 911 and say she assaulted you because she put up, she, she taps you. Whatever works for you, I can guarantee you she won't approach you in the fucking airport. I can, if it's, it's, that picture that I saw, it was five deep. She ain't approaching five women, five black women in fucking bonnets and put SpongeBob pajamas. She ain't approaching y'all and y'all in fucking Crocs too. Shit. A woman in the airport in a bonnet, SpongeBob pajamas, and Crocs is not to be fucked with. She is on a mission, okay? She got somewhere to be. She don't got time for that. She ain't worrying about you, 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 or you. She trying to get to Miami with her friends and have a good ass time. Like that's all she trying to do. Monique ain't tapping y'all no goddamn shoulder. I can t- I can tell you she just saying that. Don't worry about it. Listen, young folks, I know she got you up in a tizzy. Don't worry about it. Wear what y'all want. Wear whatever the fuck y'all want to wear. Whether you want to wear, I, I don't know, you want to wear a silk suit in the summertime, wear a silk suit in the summertime. Okay, if you want to be Lizzo and you a big girl like me, you want your ass cheeks out like Prince, wear the ass cheeks out like Prince. If you are a man and you want to put on a dress, put on a motherfucking dress. Wear what makes you fucking happy and stop worrying about what the fuck other people is wearing, what their children is wearing, what their children not wearing, what kind of brands they don't have on, what kind of suits it is, if it's too tight, if it's too small, stop worrying about it. If you, if the person don't look like they in distress, like if a kid look like they in distress, like they don't have no shoes and it's winter time, then go get the kid some shoes and be, be it. But if they're not in distress and you just don't like aesthetically what they have on, look the other way. It is so easy to look the other way. This shit happened to me the other day. Walked into the grocery store with the whole wet ass pussy shirt from Cardi B's album cover. If you know what her album cover looks like, it is her with a thong and it is Meg the Stallion with a thong and on the back of the shirt, it said WAP, and the shit was a half shirt, and my shit got, I don't have a half stomach, okay? I got a whole stomach. Fuck it all the way. 
And I walked in there. Was it people looking? Yep. Did I give a fuck? Nope. Did I walk out of that store with my ice cream, my yogurt, my cherries, my bread, my milk? Yup. Did I get home and I was fine? Girl, yeah. I got home, I was I was 100% fine. I put my groceries away. Mm-hmm. I was able to get in the shower and put my pajamas on. I got in the bed and I slept like a baby. Was it people looking? Hell yeah. Do I fucking know them people? Fuck no. I don't know them people. Could it have been an investor in there? And I could have, and they saw it and it was like, oh no, possibly. But I was on my own time. Wasn't in a job interview and I wasn't networking. So if you don't want to fuck with me and this is who I am. So if you don't want to fuck with me, fuck it. You, this is who I am. This is who you got. We wasn't meant to be connected anyway. And that's how you gotta be. So the next time somebody say something about you in a goddamn bonnet, just ignore the shit or remind them that I'm pretty sure it's something that you wore or something that you did that somebody else told you you shouldn't do. And they probably be like, mm-hmm. And be like, I know it. And I told you. And that's the way, bitch, dish just a bonnet. So I'm gonna wear it and walk the fuck off. That's all I got to say on the matter.